And we are back, Running Lifestyle Culture, the podcast. Our last podcast was with Brad Stolberg. Um, please do rate that podcast on all the platforms. Let me know what you thought. Send me a DM or you know comment on those platforms where you do listen to this podcast. Um, that last podcast was all about being an architect of your lifestyle, designing your lifestyle. And leading on from that, I'm really excited really excited as i always am on this podcast to be joined by jamie campbell um and this is going to be a podcast i think um that's going to be really powerful and really important um so on the podcast i always ask the uh, guest to introduce themselves because when i ask somebody to introduce themselves they can tell us anything so jamie Tell us, tell us who you are and where you are. Yes, so my name is Jamie Campbell, and I am currently in Chicago, Illinois. And I am a mom, I'm a runner, a marathoner, um, now consider myself a run streaker. Um, I am one of the captains of a Southside Run Group, Gumbo Fit, and happy to be here. Love that. Okay, run streak. Let's go into that. What does that mean? So in 2022, I decided as a way to celebrate my birthday that I would complete uh, a run streak. It didn't start initially as a year-long run streak. It started off as celebrating 40 days straight. So I decided at the beginning of the year, I would run 40 days straight. And so... After I got through the initial 40 days, I wouldn't say that it was easy, but once I got to the end of the 40 days, I decided to challenge myself and say, what's next? Um, So I skipped over 50 because that that was just too close. I knew that I could get to 50 days. Mm. So the next goal was 100 days. And then I kept moving the goalpost. So then it became 180. Then once I got to 180, then it became okay. We're halfway through the year. Let's see if we can get to the end of the year. So at the end of 2022, I celebrated a year-long run streak. And I am currently on day 402, so I'm still going. Congratulations. <laughs> I, am in, I am in awe. That's, that's amazing. Um, Thank you. So what, 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 what got you into running? How did you start? Um, so what initially started me on this run journey was I specifically was on a journey to lose weight. And then when the pandemic hit, I really just got bored of working out in my house and decided I needed to go outside that this, there had to be something else for me to do. Mm. So I decided let's just go for a run. And it was not even a long run. It was two miles, I think. And once I got outside and got through that, it was like, I like this. Let's let's keep going. <laughs> um, but it, it wasn't every day. It was just something that was good to continue to incorporate into some of the other fitness things that I was doing. Yeah. Um, so that was in 2020. And then as I continue to include that in my my fitness tool set, I, in 2021, decided let's, let's increase miles. And then um, I started looking at different groups on Instagram. I was a little intimidated at first because I, I didn't consider myself a runner at that point. Yeah. And so I came across um, a few groups, uh, Gumbo Fit and 7-0 Sundays. So I initially... Um, joined Gumbo Fit at one of their Saturday runs and they were um, training individuals for the marathon, the Chicago Marathon, the 2021 Chicago Marathon. Mm-hmm. And I decided to to join them and I've been with them ever since. Amazing. That's yeah. So so when you started, like tell us about that because I think it's so important for people to to probably listen to what you have to say and you know we, you always get that thing that people say is like running is hard um, yeah um was it bad for your knees um, 
you know you get all of those things and obviously yeah. uh running in later life we don't want to do something that's hard um mm -hmm. and and i think even running when yeah even when you're kind of even when you've left school sometimes you know you don't you don't really want to be running because you maybe have a, a perspective about running that is um, negative or you mm -hmm. don't feel like that some people would say that I don't run like I used to run or yeah. you know we don't explore running like a child you know a child mm -hmm. will explore running even if they're not that fast maybe they'll go to the sports day and just have a you know they just have fun whereas yeah. as soon as you get to a certain age there's like all these kind of oh I can't run because I won't be like everybody else right and mm -hmm. I think what I would like to understand from your perspective on this podcast is like your why and your purpose and how you got to a point where running and obviously I know COVID and, and lockdowns and things like that would have had a big impact on it. But what, what was your why? What was your burning desire um, that first got you getting that, getting outside, taking that step, step after step, one in front of the other? Um, I think, so my why has been um, the fact that I, I used to be 300 pounds and um, and that's something that I've just been more comfortable sharing recently. I wasn't always as comfortable sharing that even on Instagram, um, people would always notice like, oh, I've been noticing that you're losing weight. And then they would ask me how, and I would tell them specifically because I changed the way I eat. I've changed my um, my habits, and I've also incorporated working out, including some running. Um, but my daily why is the fact that I am a mom of three children, and um, I remember sharing with a friend that I didn't want to be the mom that couldn't keep up with her children, or that if they ran out into the streets, that I would be so winded that I couldn't catch them if something happened. Um, so my daily why is to make sure that I don't end up in a place that is physically unhealthy for me and my family. Um, and then the, the extra benefit of becoming a runner is that it's free, mostly. It's free, you get to go outside <laughs> um, to exercise. And mainly it's the commitment that I've made to myself after I've met my um, my physical goal was that I would continue to at least give myself 30 minutes a day. Um, and just to remind myself that you could, you've, you've already had all the excuses in the world to end up at almost 300 pounds. And the fact that if I can scroll Instagram for 30, 40 minutes to an hour, then I can also put that time into myself. And so it's about finding time um, to put back into myself. So if I'm uh, watching the news or if I'm watching the show, then yes, I can go work out or or I'm listening to a podcast, I can go for a run um, while my, my children are in uh, gymnastics or soccer. Um, so it's about finding time and making sure that I continue to not let the excuses get in the way of giving time back to myself at the end of the day. Yeah, I think that, that what you just said there resonates with me a lot like i think putting it back into yourself putting that time mm -hmm. back into yourself was that's a real purpose and that's a real big thing um you know as a physical therapist and somebody who sees people in 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 lots of different environments and conditions and and in lots of different situations um one of the biggest things they always say is that i don't have any time and i think mm -hmm. you just really described how using your time for you rather than using it for um, all the other things that the world is trying to distract you um, from is like super important. And um, I think your purpose and your why, you know, being outside you as well, I think that really resonates. Um, and, and do you feel that you tap into maybe also like the people around you? Because you said you're running with Gumbo Fit. And could you tell us a bit more about Gumbo Fit as well? Sure. Um, Gumbo Fit um, was started um, on the South Side as a community run group, um, and it specifically caters toward Black and Brown runners on the South Side of Chicago. And if you know a little bit about Chicago, um, you know that it has a challenges as any other major city, and the fact that you could 
see a large group of black and brown people running on the South side is amazing um, because you continue to show and demonstrate to people that you should one, take care of yourself and two, come join us and um, try to make sure that you are uh, within the community and um, making sure that you demonstrate the fact that um, you don't have to be or look a certain way to be a runner. Um, and I think that that's what continues to draw me to Gumbo Fit is that um, not only is it a group that looks like me, but also um, that the message that they continue to um, project is that we welcome all, all, all faces, all, all uh, paces, um, all individual um, abilities, and that um, the, the reason that we do this is to continue to, to serve our community and say to someone else who may be on the verge or who may be intimidated that it doesn't matter if you've uh, run a mile, walked a mile, run a marathon, anything in between, um, the fact that you want to put yourself out there and um, to be part of this community is what we look forward to the most. Yeah, that's amazing. That's incredible. But I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be argumentative today. Okay. <laughs> I'm, gonna challenge, I'm gonna challenge you. Okay, so okay. this is this is this is Jamie twenty twenty three, okay? Yeah. Now let's 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 maybe think about Jamie twenty twenty and there's no mm -hmm. lock, there's no lockdown, there's no COVID. She sees Gumbo Fit running in the street. What do you think would happen? What do you think she'd say? Um, Jamie in twenty twenty would be intimidated, honestly. Yeah. Um as uh as I said, I, I think what held me back from initially joining a run group in twenty twenty when I first started was the fact that I didn't consider myself a runner and I thought that they were much faster than me um, because at the time, uh, again, they were training individuals for the Chicago Marathon um, and I didn't have that on my radar as something that I was wanting to achieve. It was, I just want to show up and run with people who wait, look like wait, me. Wait, 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 you did. You told me a little story. Tell, tell everybody <laughs> the story about you at work. No, no, no. This story, I love this story. you got to tell us all. Yeah. Um, so uh, I was working at this, at this place, my previous employer, and this guy, I was at the time, I was almost 300 pounds, and we were talking about something, I don't remember specifically what we were talking about, but it just came up in conversation that I said jokingly, like, yeah, I'm gonna run the Chicago Marathon one day. Yes, and Jamie. <laughs> um, and he was just like, he looked at me at, at my size at 300 pounds at the time. He looked at me and he was like, you're never running the Chicago Marathon. That's never gonna happen for you. Um, and I did. I've run Chicago Marathon Boom. twice already. Boom. Two times. Eat Boom. your words, bruh. Eat your yeah, words. Mic drop. <laughs> right? Um, and it, honestly, I didn't have to lose 300 pounds to make that happen. Um, but again, I, I definitely sometimes... I think about just sending him a clipping of the fact that uh, I ran a Chicago marathon um, just to throw it into space, but it, it it's not about him. It wasn't about him. Yeah. Um, finishing that and accomplishing that goal was for me. And ego aside, I am thankful for the fact that my body has allowed me to accomplish something that is considered one of the hardest things that you could do, right, was to put your body through 26 miles um, and to do it more than once, right? Um, because I ran in 2021 and 2022. Um, so to become part of the 1% the club uh, and to say, yes, I've run a marathon and I've run it twice. Not only and marathon, a world major marathon. You a know. world major marathon, so exactly. Let's, 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 make, let's make sure we put it right. but. What, yes. I wanna, what I want to really tap into, because this is something that I find challenging, and um, mm -hmm. if anybody's listening, um, I know that people can sometimes, um, yeah, sometimes on the outside looking in, it, it can be intimidating. So Jamie 2020, like, 
how what are you going to say to her imagine you're speaking to her right now like what are things that you think are important to say to somebody who sees a group and who are you know maybe somebody's going through something they get injured they're not able mm-hmm. to be the person they were before or they they want they've got those ambitions and they just don't have the um same they haven't found their purpose yet but they're looking mm-hmm. um and they're they're intimidated by a group or they 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 don't know if they can do it what would you say i i would say to jamie 2020 and any other folks who were like jamie 2020 that this is your time you can do hard things just take it one day at a time one mile at a time one run at a time and it doesn't have to feel like this big daunting thing um, I often tell my friends who are not runners because they ask me a lot, oh, I can't do what you do. And I say, yes, yes, you can. I'm not asking you to run a marathon. I'm just asking you to put your shoes on and go out the door. If that means that you've walked a block, run a block, or if you've walked half a block and ran half a block, that's an accomplishment that you did. And then tomorrow you increase the goal to see if I ran a half block, can I run a whole block? And if not, then you scale it back to to the half block until you can run a block. And then as you continue to build up that endurance, then eventually that one block will turn into a mile, that mile will turn into a 5K and so on. And so just just starting, I think a lot of people get in their own way just just by starting. Um, And they think of the excuses of why I can and why I shouldn't. And your your why is ultimately what's going to continue to push you and what's going to motivate you to to go out the door, right? But then you also have to think about um, I have to change my mindset. I have to be disciplined enough to say that I'm going to go past the excuses. I'm going to move past what my strongest excuse is and say that yes, today is going to be the day that I change my life. And I think that's ultimately what helped me. And that's what I would say to Jamie 2020 is that you can do hard things and you are going to change your life yeah i have the i have this saying like start today mm. um and that's one thing that i really um I love that. Uh, yeah i'm really kind of like sticking to through 2023 the other thing that i think is important i think you you know you talked about self-discipline and i guess self-discipline sometimes it's um it can be you can be harsh on yourself, but I say mm-hmm. I think one thing for us to all think about is is that that self compassion. Do you think Jamie twenty twenty went through an evolution of like, oh, actually, I need to be my biggest fan and I need to be my biggest hero. That's what I always say to people. Like, you don't. I don't think sometimes we should have heroes. I think the person five years from now is our hero. Like, you <laughs> are your own hero in this like story. Um. Honestly, I don't know that I was my biggest hero in 2020 because it took a lot for me to convince, to be convinced that I was good enough to run a marathon, even though I had, I I don't know how many miles I had run before I decided I was going to uh, train for the marathon, but um, I still, I think I still lacked confidence until someone from Gumbo Fit, it was actually one of the directors of Gumbo Fit. She's like, I've been seeing you come out and run with the group. I I really think that you can do this. And I was still hesitant, even though I had seen that I could keep up with some of the people that were within my pace group, I still was hesitant and said, no, like, that's not gonna be me. Um, And I don't, I don't know what specifically happened from the time that I had that conversation with her. I guess maybe you call it an epiphany or something. Um, Or maybe it was just a a talk within myself that said, um, we can do this. And, or I guess at the end of the day, why not? Why not? Why not you? Because if this group of individuals who look like you are putting themselves out there and showing to the world that they're capable, then I think also maybe the competitive spirit in me is like, I can do that too. Um, I'm not going to get left behind because I'm doubting myself, but I can do that too. So let's see what happens. 
Um, and I'm not saying that like I have like confidence up here, but I think that it does it it does take a, a lot of convincing and a lot of um uh I guess self-talk to say to yourself, I'm going to do something that seems unreachable. I think yeah, I think I'd never thought about the internal ego, which sometimes is a good thing, I think, to tap into, mm-hmm. which it seems like what, you, what you're talking about, that internal ability to um, self-talk. Yeah, I think we, we I think they call it self-talk, where you're kind of giving yeah. that, that positive affer- affirmations of who you affirmations, are. Affirmations, definitely. Yeah. So I, I never thought about it like that. So I guess Jamie was, was doing that in 2020 and and that's important listen i have affirmations for all the things like work and stress and uh just getting through life so um running is just one additional thing that you you would need the affirmation to push yourself or prepare yourself into doing um something that not a lot of people who look like us do right how many, how many black marathoners do you know? Other than the people that I run with now, I didn't know anybody else who looked like me that ran a marathon, honestly. Mm-hmm. I would see the Chicago Marathon on Sunday and I would just look and say, why would anybody do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. I remember going to my first London, I remember going to my first London marathon and... Um, <laughs> Like I'm from Uganda, and the Ugandan guy won okay. it. Yeah, it's in 2012, and Ugandan guy won London Marathon, and I was like, okay. "Wow!" Like you know, like yeah. I was born there, but I'm from Britain. I was like, "Oh, I was a bit conflicted," and then I was like, "It was a good yeah. race, but I'd never do that thing." <laughs> and then a, a year later, I did a half marathon, and then a year later, I did like eight. And then a year later, I ran a marathon and I was like, yeah. you really just went from nothing <laughs> mm-hmm. to everything. And then, um, you know, one thing that I did really experience, like you said, was just always feeling like um, I was the only one. And it was weird. It was, you know, I just thought this needs to be a bit different. This needs to be different, I think. Um, mm-hmm. and, I agreed. And I think the the key thing that we know is that there is a there's also a an element of you know there's a togetherness in terms of the your like your lived experiences obviously mm-hmm. uh, being from from specific um specific areas in 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 london or in chicago and and i think that can be really powerful um mm-hmm. within the group um and and that, like in gumbo fit what would you say is like what are the things that attract people to run with you and and what things do you think that maybe are slightly different when people run with you um i think uh what may attract someone to gumble fit is one that there is a variety of um there's a variety of people all different ages um all different experiences with running um we have people that are very seasoned who are part of Gumbo Fit. And then we also attract new runners who are coming out for their first time and just saw us on Instagram and said, hey, I like the vibes. I want to come hang out with you. Um, And maybe also get in a couple miles. Um, So it may not just be that they want to run, but also I want to hang out with someone socially, right? Because as we're starting to come out of COVID, um, it's having to learn how to be social again with people in person. Um, and I think running is a good um, sort of element into introducing that social aspect back into people's lives. And it's it's a two for one. So um, you get to get in some miles, um, whatever your pace is. And then you also get some social aspect to it because a lot of times we may hang out at a, a coffee shop after our runs and we get to, you know, chat not just about running, but just specifically how was your day? What do you got going on this weekend? Yeah. Um, you know, what's going on in your life? So um, social health is so important and I think it's so mm-hmm. undervalued. Um, and we know that actually, you know, from my side, from like sports science side, um, a, happy mm-hmm. a-, a happy athlete, a social athlete, mm-hmm. yeah. within reason, performs better. You know, they'll run faster. So don't neglect that, everybody listening at home. <laughs> don't just be like a monk and just, you know, run 
nutrition and sleep and you know you got to get the social aspect because that will help with your serotonin your sleep hormones it just helps with the vibe you get a little bit chill you know you can relax so when you do do your recovery you do rest you sleep better so um, i i will say um on a side note to that that um when i trained for 2022 for chicago marathon my long runs were harder because I did those by myself. Yeah. Uh, specifically because of the commitment that I have with Gumbo Fit. Um, I think we were in a different sort of uh, training um, cycle at that point. Yeah. So um, a lot of my long runs were by myself. And so it was lonely. Mm. Um, and compared to 2021 when I did train with the group. So um, I agree. Don't. Don't, don't forget about the social aspect of the yeah. mile. So um, I just remember um, because I take notes after uh, each of my runs and um, I specifically went through each of my long runs. And I have to say my mood in all of those were this kind of suck today. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. It didn't feel good. That's that's really good insight. That's really good insight. Um, yeah, I think it makes a difference when you have someone to chat with when you have to do an eighteen mile run or a twenty mile run versus having to do a three hour run by yourself. And especially here in Chicago in the summertime, that's hard. It's hot. Yeah, it gets yeah, hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the U.S. You guys have such extremes with your weather, right? Really cold, mm-hmm. really hot. So I could only imagine. Yeah. I could only imagine. And what's the what's the vibe? What's the what's the gumbo fit vibe? What would you say? Like, what's the? Oh, what's, is say, there, are there like specific things you guys like, or is there like a, you know, are there specific things you do? I think I saw you do some strength work as well, right? Yeah. So um, we are preparing. Some runners are preparing for the Shamrock Shuffle, which is in March. Um, so Gumbo Fit has um, created a strength training uh, opportunity for those runners um, and not even just the ones that are training for Shamrock Shuffle, but for anybody who wants to incorporate um, some strength training exercises to make sure that it, um, that they are performing at their best. So um, we've uh, incorporated that on Thursdays. We have our Saturday community runs and we also uh, curate um, a middle-of-the-week run um, on Wednesday nights as well. Nice. Um, and then in the summer, um, I should say spring, so about March, not March, May, we'll bring back our uh, Track Tuesday, which is always a vibe because people want to go fast. They want the speed. So we're bringing that back in May. So, yeah. Love that. Love that. Okay. And going back to you. Now, you're doing this yeah. run streak, okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you fit it in? Your mom, like, you work in. <laughs> Tell me, like, this run streak, like, how are you doing it? And how are you, what's your nutrition? Like, what's going on? Like, oh, wow. tell, the, tell the people because this, people. this is vibes. Yeah. Um, so I will say um, I am, I try to fit my, so I like to get my runs done in the morning because it's easier for me to get through the rest of my day yeah. if I've already gotten it done. So after uh, my kids have gotten breakfast, they get dropped off at school, I go for a run before I start work. Yeah. Um, for days like today where I just, I didn't feel it today. I didn't feel it this morning. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go tonight um, while my son is in Taekwondo. Um, so for me, it's about finding moments where I have a chunk of time that I can accomplish two things at once. Um, but specifically I like to do it in the morning, um, because I do in the morning, I usually run fasted. So I've not eaten anything. Mm. Um, so I'm usually just going off water. Um, that's worked okay for me for short runs, for longer runs. If I had to train for a marathon, then nutrition wise, it would be a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or a pop tart. Um, and any other like goos and gels, I take them with me, but for a long run, but I really like them. Yeah, they. You know what? Yeah. They're 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 a challenge. Like you, it's just your stomach has to get used to them, and yeah. they're all like they're all kind of really con- congealed, and yeah, it's a challenge. 
So I try to steal my kids' fruit snacks a lot of times. <laughs> or uh, they have uh, the mini, um, uh, what do you call those, uh, um, Rice Krispie treats. So I try to steal one of those too on my way out the door. But um, yeah, I I run fasted and it hasn't been an issue for me this whole time. And I think that even today that I have to go for a run tonight, um, I have to be mindful and careful about what I eat in the daytime because I don't want to have anything spicy. I don't want to have anything too heavy um, because a lot of times that has messed up my stomach too. That mm. you know, you can't have those uh, those LeBron uh, uh, flaming hot um, ruffle chips that look so good. Yeah. So can't have yeah. those. I hate um, I hate so yeah, and um, I bet you're keeping up with your kids now. <laughs> um definitely my so my son um he was actually um uh, motivated to run on we had a celebration run for my run streak on new year's uh new year's eve and i had always asked my kids in the in the summertime do you want to come to the track with me it's track tuesday let's go there's a park across the street and they're like no no you go you mm. go but on my 365 celebration run, they saw all these people and they're like, we're going to run too. And I was like, so no, you're going to be able to keep up. But <sighs> my son, he ran a whole mile. He kept up with us too. Amazing. Um, so I think they're, they're motivated to try to do something. So I'm interested in looking for a program to get them in so that they can continue with, now that they've got a little taste of it to because I think before they sort of looked at it as like you're just going for a run whatever but now they saw these people with me they're like oh that's so cool mom is cool yeah so I'm hoping that <laughs> it, even if it doesn't become that they become long distance runners that they are at least can see that uh, this is something that they could use in other sports um, because um, I have three children so my my son, um, he's 10, and my uh, my oldest daughter, that's seven, um, they're both interested in soccer. So I've been trying to uh, encourage them and say, well, you know, you have to run in soccer. So, yeah, it's a tool. Yeah. Um, let's, go, let's go for a run today. Um, so I'm just trying to continue to encourage them and to place that as something that they can have in their lives too, that... You know, this can be a family thing. We can all go for it, Ryan. Let's go. Yeah, that generational health is a big thing. Um, it's something mm -hmm. that I'm quite passionate about, actually, because um, if you know, when I have my kids, then they will not. They will. They will. They will be at. So we, we have park. <laughs> we have park run in the UK. Do you know park run? Have you heard no, of that? No, park run. Park run is like every Saturday, just in a park. It's free of charge around oh, nice. around the UK. You just go on a Saturday morning, and you can just run five k. And it's, really? it's free, yeah. And you get this barcode. And every time you run it, you get like mm -hmm. a, a time. So it just gives you your time for like years and years. You can, every week, every Saturday, you can do it. And, um, and it's not a competition. It's just a free oh, run. Oh, come on. It's, everybody <laughs> says it's not a competition, but then they turn up and then they start, <laughs> they start doing like, you know, madness. So yeah, it's supposed to be like, you know, whatever you want to do. It's like free reign, you know, you kind of, but obviously, awesome. obviously people go and then they start jogging, but then all of a sudden they're like, yo, I need to, <laughs> I need to show up and show out. It's just like, exactly. it's just like exactly. everywhere, you know, like it's not supposed to be like a race. It's supposed to be, some, it's supposed to be something that's like chilled, but you always get like every week you get like fastest park run in the UK and there's like a national record for like yeah. what the record is that week. Um, yeah. Yeah. That always happens. But Anyway, like my my kids, if they yeah, my kids will be going to Parkrun like every Saturday morning and New Year's Day, Christmas Day, will be going out for those runs because yeah, generational health is I think is a you know getting getting young people started early in in um in a way for of sure. move, movement um, is super important. Because I so I uh, the last two years have run. Um, the turkey trot in my nice. neighborhood by my house. Yeah. And it's usually the Saturday after Thanksgiving. And you'll see families of people show up just to run the turkey trot mm -hmm. together. And I, I keep telling my husband, like, 
we have to go. Yeah. Because like, you see, the, you, know, you know, the families that are there, are, you know, they're, yeah. not, they're not all the families they're... from Gumbo Fit, are they? No, 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 no. Yeah. And, and I was like, specifically, we have to go because yeah. I'm one of the few black people in this run. Yeah. So we have to go. Um, so I am, I am, that's still on my wish list too, is to try to get them at the Turkey Tribe. 2023. Um, I don't know your husband's exactly. name. I don't know your husband's and name. I want to but... be one of those memes that yeah. you can like, <laughs> this is the crazy family that gets to run. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know your husband's name, but, um, yeah, bro. His name is John. Bro, John, John, Coach yeah. Manny here. I'm just letting you know, 2023. We doing the we turkey do drop. Let's go. Yeah. I need to see turkey the. Try. I need to see the picture. I need to see the evidence. Coaches are yes. here. Yes, <laughs> I am definitely telling. This is challenge for twenty twenty three. Just give him the podcast to listen try. to. Give him the podcast to listen to because you're an inspiration, Jamie. Um, Thank you. Know, no excuses. He he had, he should not have any excuses. I try to get him to run with me, and his excuse is, "Oh, I got injured in basketball." Um, so I'm putting him out there, I'm putting him on blast that Jeez. he can't use that excuse anymore. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, okay, John, you can walk you can walk though, innit? So I'm just giving you little like options and options. Just a little bit up the hills because we have hills on Ooh. our route, so Jeez. yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I, as a physical therapist, I'm not condoning training while injured. <laughs> I just want to put it out there for my liability insurance. <laughs> no training while injured. Please get health professional advice. <laughs> um, okay, we're going to wrap this up real soon. But first of all, we've done the past. We've done the present. Let's look yeah. to the future. What's, what's happening? Jamie Campbell. Tell me about Jamie Campbell in the future. What are we looking at? What's happening this year? What's happening this year? Um, so far, I am running the Shamrock Shuffle uh, in March. That is an 8K, um, trying to beat last year's time, which is uh, around 47 minutes. The goal last year was 45 minutes. So I think that's the goal again this year to try to get to 45 minutes for the 8K. Um, I got also, I got accepted to the Chicago Marathon for 2023. So my bio will be updated as three-time Chicago Marathon runner. Exciting. <laughs> let's, let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, and then um, there'll be some half marathons in there too. Um, last year I did three half marathons and also ran the Indianapolis Marathon, which is a month after Chicago. Um, I was hoping to do New York, but that didn't come through. So I ended up um, in Indy. So um, I think 2023 is to try to do at least, I'm going to say two, but I would like to do three marathons in 2023. Um, still, I'm still trying to figure out my racing and training schedule because I will say that Having done a run streak in 2022, I have not uh, properly let my body recover as properly as it should have. Um, there are days where, um, yes, I'll do at least a mile because that was my minimum for the run streak, but I'm also still doing something else. Um, it could be light strength training, stretching, mobility, all the things. Um, so training specifically i think has been something that i've not been looking forward to even though um, i do have an endurance base to run an 8k but i don't have the endurance space right now to train for a half marathon or a marathon um so trying to figure out what my race schedule looks like um i think that that's gonna take a little bit of work um and also just some just some some mind shifts basically to get back in a, a better headspace to say we're training today mm. there's no excuses for training today let's go get this work Woo! so yeah that's, that's got me amped on that note <laughs> i think i think we're gonna wrap it up there jamie it's been amazing to speak to you thank you so much for taking yeah. your time out um one last question yeah. I, didn't, I didn't i didn't prep you for this one but we always have a track of the week when we speak to somebody. So any track that you would be listening to at the moment, I'm going to play a 10 second snippet so people can go away and listen to it in case they haven't yeah. heard of it. So yeah, hit me with your track and we will be playing that. What's your track of the week, Jamie Campbell? 
Okay, so the track that gets me hype all the time, yeah. and my run friends know this, is Wipe Me Down. Okay, okay. Yeah, do you know that down. one? No. By Boosie? Who? Boosie. Boosie, okay, okay. Listen, yeah. listen. We're gonna... Boosie Badass. Yes, Boosie Wipe Badass, me Wipe Me Love Down. Okay, we're going to be playing 10 seconds of that. Um, yeah. And yeah, thank you so much for your time. This has been Running Lifestyle Culture. We've got Wipe Me Down coming down, coming up at the end of this podcast. Um, thank you so much, Jamie. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So actually, that wasn't the end of the podcast. As uh, Jamie and I finished, we started to have an even deeper conversation and it's something that we both agreed that needed to be recorded. So the podcast didn't end there. You're going to hear a little bit more. Jamie really opens up about um, her challenges, things that she's gone through. And for me, I think it's important in life that you realise and we realise our journeys are all things that are important to not only us, but actually they could be important to somebody else. And... Um, I think we can live through each other. As some of you may know, one of the big things that I talk about is being the sum of all your parts and hearing somebody's journey, hearing what somebody has gone through can be really important um, and it can provide you with a part of their experience that allows you to move, keep moving and keep going forward. So um, here's that extra part with Jamie and I. Um, which adds on to the podcast, but I think it's important. Um, and you'll hear the track that Jamie wants um, right at the end. Mentally, whatever, physically, they, they just didn't stop and no one was there to help them overcome that situation. Um, and so I hope that um, my friend and other Black women, as they see my journey on Instagram, that that's something that they... Um, and I've gotten comments, a lot of people have commented that said, you know, you're an inspiration. I look up to you. Thank you for sharing your journey. And I was honestly, I was initially hesitant to put all of this stuff out there because, um, like I said, I'm an introvert. So you have to be vulnerable on the Internet to tell people that you're doing things. Um, the thing is, we would have we would have been vulnerable in a village, you know. You would have been vulnerable in in a in a different setting. It's just the internet now is our village. So you know, mm -hmm. I think you know that saying of like it takes a village. We don't live in villages anymore. So we live a lot of the time in this like grand global connected world, and yeah. we have to. I think personally realize that you know, if you have five thousand, eight thousand, ten thousand followers, that's probably a little village that you can. Mm -hmm. make, you can cultivate and being vulnerable in front of them is definitely hard because obviously not more than your village will see it. <laughs> but, um, I think it's, I think it's super important, like super, super important. Um, yeah. And obviously when I looked at your Instagram, I was, I was inspired. And I think sometimes we, we, we kind of, I think we we forget how important we are as and how impactful we are and how important we are as all individuals. So somebody's mm -hmm. individual story is important. And um, mm -hmm. I think your story, when I looked at it, was really, really important. And, you know, you talking about um, the, th the things that are positive in terms of you not wanting to have similar health issues... Mm -hmm. like you've seen within your family um that's what i think is really really key that we start to recognize that mm -hmm. we can be the, the the difference between one generation to another like that's so sure. powerful yeah um i when i initially started on my weight loss journey i had neighbors and friends or well, neighbors and family ask me they're like are you sick Mm. I'm like, why did you ask me that? And they're like, you lost a lot of weight. And I think people's initial reaction, like I said, people want to put you in this box that you've always looked this way. So you're always going to be this way. Um, and even when I went to the doctor and I've seen my personal doctor for years 
And she looked at me and she's like, did you have surgery? Yeah. And I was like, no, I did this naturally. And she's checking my body for holes because she didn't believe that wow. I just decided to change my life. Um, and like I show her my whole, like, cause I tracked my weight loss in a journal. I was like, look, here's my journal. Like yeah. this is it. This is me. I did this. Um, and I think that, am, am I the anomaly? Yes. A lot of people don't wake up and say tomorrow I'm going to do this and actually fulfill it. Right. Without some assistance. Um, not that it can't be done, but a lot of, because we have access to a lot of things, a lot of people, um, they do go to doctors and say, I want weight loss surgery. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm not knocking anybody because that's what their journey was, um, to try to get healthy. But, um, I just know that for me, I needed to do this naturally to show myself that for me, my issue has always been food. I've, I've proven to myself that I can work out consistently. Yeah. I have an issue with the fact that food tastes so good. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's why I run so much. <laughs> you just want um, to eat. <laughs> I just want to eat. Um, no, I, I run to eat. I run because I want to eat. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> if I don't run, I would I would definitely like have some health issues, I think. <laughs> And I like I had to teach myself how to eat better. Do I still eat some of those things? Yes. Yeah. Do I indulge every day? No, because yeah. I know I can't. Yeah. I cannot. Um, and like you said, it's it's a matter of, and also, eating healthier is something that my children look at too. They see what I'm eating, right? Yeah. Um, we're not going to McDonald's every day. I had to break that with them too. No, we're yeah. not going to McDonald's. No, yeah. we're not eating out today. Yeah. We're, we're cooking in the kitchen. That's what's happening today. Um, yeah. So the, the generational that, piece, generational piece yeah. is so powerful. But also, like, how do you feel, kind of, in terms of like, because obviously that eating that food can make you feel a certain way. Like, have you had a big mm -hmm. difference in the way you feel? It has changed the way that I feel um, because I would say I have gained like 10 pounds from training for a marathon. And that's, and I've struggled with that piece because um, I've worked so hard to get to a certain place and then to see the scale go backwards. Um, and I know it's specifically because I've had to eat more because I'm training for a marathon. Yeah. Um, and I think that it's not specifically because I'm eating out more, it's because I'm eating more. Yeah. Um, and I think that, not that I was restricting before, but I think that it has made me sort of struggle a little bit with, with my body um, and the way that I see my body. Um, and I know that that's something that I, I need to deal with um, personally is that if the eating that I'm doing is helping me reach this goal, yeah. then it shouldn't necessarily be a bad thing. Yeah. Um, and I know that the, the number and the scale shouldn't matter, but to me, psychologically it does yeah. because I've worked so hard to get to this number. Yeah. Yeah, so. the fueling for performance, but then the, the over-analysis of the numbers, that's what I find mm -hmm. is a very like common mm -hmm. thing. And that also, um, I find that sometimes is the numbers have to be perfect. Yeah, yeah. And what and type I of job? I, what type of job do you do? Is it um, the numbers so or is it analysis? Is it numbers? Yeah, I do numbers. Yeah, so that's a big thing. So people who work with numbers, and they have a really, from my perspective and experience, well, my experience is that a person with numbers. In anything they do obviously they're going to look into the numbers and the numbers mm -hmm. tell you if you're right or wrong but there can't be any nuance sometimes um, yeah. and that can be a difficult thing so um yeah i think fueling for performance will help you um but also knowing that you know muscle muscle mass mm -hmm. is it, it weighs more so just being cognizant and like aware and wary of that um so sometimes when you're looking at those numbers remember that you've got some fuel there you've got 
a better, healthier person because you have more muscle and muscle mm-hmm. is super important um, in later life. It's super, super incredible. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I've written that down as a reminder to myself to, you don't have to worry about the skill today. Did you do your best? Did you, did you eat your vegetables? Was your plate a little bit more colorful than the day before? Um, are you indulging, but not overindulging? Are you stopping when your, your brain and your stomach tells you that you're full, right? Um, so those are some of the things that I try to gauge versus, um, having to really look at the numbers on the scale all the time. Um, and then, you know, making sure that my clothes still fit. Um, some of them felt a little tight-ish. So I was just like, okay, we're not buying new clothes because all I have is running clothes now. <laughs> we're not buying new you clothes. You and me, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it it is definitely a process and something that um, I know that I probably will continuously struggle with. Hopefully not all the time, um, because that was always my issue. Was again, I like food because it tastes so good. It does taste good. Honestly, it's been so good to speak to you. It's been you amazing. Um, now that's it. That really is the end. But also, here it is. Wipe me down. Now that was Wipe Me Down by Lil Boozy. Jamie's recommendation. What a track. You know what? I might be listening to that before one of my runs. I'm going to listen to that before my run tomorrow morning. I've got one at 5 a.m. So this has been the Running Lifestyle Culture Podcast. Big love for listening. Give it a review. Coach Manny, out.